0: This process of making disciples is what our mission is. And so I've got three really simple questions to ask you. Number one, how many disciples have you made? Number two, of those disciples that you have made, how many disciples have they made? And then when you add that together, number three, how many generations has your disciple-making efforts created? How many disciples have you made? Of those disciples, how many disciples have they made? And then if you were to chart that out, Um, How many generations of disciples have been made through your disciple-making effort? Those are really simple questions if we really believe this is the mission.
1: Hey friends, welcome to the 1000 Houses podcast where we encourage and equip households to make disciples in and through the home. Every episode, you'll hear interviews, teachings, and conversations around what it looks like to turn your home into a hub for mission, community, and discipleship. So today's episode was taken from one of our coaching intensives called Life on Life Discipleship, where we provide you with personal coaching and equipping on your journey to taking on apprentices to multiply disciples. So to learn more about this coaching intensive, visit 1kh.org slash discipleship. If you're interested in learning more about A Thousand Houses in general and want to check out some of our other resources, head on over to 1kh.org. Let's jump into today's episode.
0: There are few things as intoxicating and as exciting as a clear mission. During World War II, despite which army you were part of, if you were part of the British army or the American army or the Russian army, you knew that the mission was to take Berlin. And this created clarity and this created uh, unity and alignment amongst all of these different peoples and armies, despite how different they were. And this is what causes oftentimes enormous amount of momentum and power to be sent in one direction. You, you can contrast that clarity we had in World War II with what happened in the Vietnam War, where uh, the, the sort of basic way that people describe that war is that we got bogged down. And so much of that was because we did not know what the mission was. We didn't know what would happen, how to actually accomplish a mission to, to see an end goal, a clear goal, that we were all going after. And this causes all kinds of problems, and this is really analogous to the struggle that we're having in our culture uh, with, with, within Christianity, within the church. We are confused about, are we all on the same mission? Is there enough alignment or clarity around what we're doing to cause us to, to really be a part of that mission? And when you see Christianity take off in in countries that are brand new, oftentimes the mission is clear. And across denominations, people are aligned and excited to work together. But as Christianity, as the church sort of solidifies in a culture, oftentimes the mission gets confused, becomes unclear. People begin to forget what we're actually doing. And there's lots of smaller missions that sort of stack up and take the place of the big mission. And this causes the whole thing to get bogged down. And this is a problem that we're going to really try to resolve and think through and push through in this discipleship course. We're excited for you guys to be part of this, and we want to get back to what is the mission. Another example that is really helpful for understanding what what the power of a clear mission is what happens in sports, in something like the like the NFL with football. It's really clear to the players, to the coaches, to uh, the fans. The goal is to win the Super Bowl and so there's just this immense clarity that people have when it comes to what they're there to do and how they are trying to accomplish it. And there is kind of an infamous story within football about the Green Bay Packers in in 1960. They had a heartbreaking loss uh, at the NFL championship and the coach Vince Lombardi brought them together and he held up this football and said, this is a football. And they ended up winning in 1961 the championship because there was so much clarity about okay, what are the basic things we're trying to do and what is the mission. And so these things are, so this is something we have to really solidify for ourselves. We have to decide uh, what are we trying to accomplish? What does it mean for us to, to be on mission? And if you ask many uh, believers, people that are Christian leaders, like, what is the mission? Can you just tell us what, just what's the basic idea? How do we, what are we all aligning around? Oftentimes, uh, the most common answer you will get is, we are here to make disciples. And oftentimes, they'll even say, we're here to make disciples who make disciples. Um, this is clear in the scriptures. This is the clearest thing Jesus ever said about the, the nature of our mission. It is, is in Matthew 20. But before we go there, we want to start where the story starts uh, with regards to our mission all the way back to the first chapter of the Bible in Genesis one, we're given a very particular mandate as human beings. We were created as families to accomplish a mission. And in Matthew, or in Genesis one twenty six, we read that the, the God's command over that first family to be fruitful, multiply, fill the fill the earth, and subdue it into rule. They were to take the prototype in the Garden of Eden and they were to expand uh, the the boundaries of that garden across the entire world. That family, uh, the human family, was designed. To, to create through its multiplication efforts uh, this kind of expansion of the presence of God uh, and his his order uh, in creation across across the entire world. He was king, he was ruler he was the center of the story and our job was to really work out and expand the boundaries of, of the kingdom of God in that way. Now, of course you guys know what happened uh, after that in Genesis 3 um, we see that through the fall the this this whole, order was disrupted. And Jesus came into that order, and through his death on the cross, because now we are justified, he then sent us out on the same Genesis 1 mission. But of course now, because the enemy has taken uh, so much territory, the, 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 uh, the strategy or the way that it's described as, instead of just having lots of kids subdue the earth and rule it, now in order, what does subduing look like? It means, it, it means making disciples. It means multiplying disciples to all the nations, and so, so that's why in Matthew twenty-eight Jesus made the very, very clear uh, statement about the mission of the kingdom, and that is t- that is to say that all authority in heaven and and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, and I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So to go make disciples of all nations, to baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, this process of making disciples is what our mission is. And so I've got three really simple questions to ask you. Number one, how many disciples have you made? Number two, of those disciples that you have made, how many disciples have they made? And then when you add that together, number three, how many generations has your disciple-making efforts created? How many disciples have you made? Of those disciples, how many disciples have they made? And then the, the, if you were to chart that out, um, how many generations of disciples have been made through your disciple-making effort? Now, th- those are really simple questions if we really believe this is the mission. Like in football, this would be how many touchdowns have you made? How many uh, games have you, have you won? And how many Super Bowls have you won? What, what is the length of your dynasty? And those aren't, in in those areas, a hard thing to measure. And it's very obvious why we would care about that, because it's so clear. But because uh, we have been really unclear, increasingly unclear about the nature of our mission to make disciples, we aren't tracking those things. And so for me and for you, there's a lot of tension about like, wait, how many disciples have I made? Like, are they making disciples? Is this happening, is there a generational line that's beginning to emerge from my disciple-making efforts? Imagine if everyone believed that that was their basic mission, and that of course is the common mission we're all on. What if every single believer really saw that as as the primary mission? And again, it's not that so many people don't believe this, it's something else has gotten in the way. We're gonna talk a lot about that, but one of the things we wanna just say at the beginning is, do you embrace that as the mission? Do you see that as really the thing that we're focusing our attention on in terms of our activity? We are trying to make disciples who make disciples. So this is where we're headed, guys. Um, We're going to help you uh, try to figure out how to do this and and give you a blueprint for that. Our goal is to help you make a minimum of three disciples per year, um, and then with good follow-up with those disciples, uh, to help them make nine disciples in the following year so that you're seeing the multiplication effects. This is kind of in a minimum. And in 10 years, for you to see at least five generations of disciples made through your disciple-making efforts. That's what we're going to be really trying to work with you through this process to achieve, to get on mission. But what we need to work through in this very first part is we got to ask you these questions. Number one, do you believe that this is the mission? And number two, do you have a clear strategy? And one of those things we can help you with, we can help you with the second one. We're gonna help you have a clear strategy for making disciples who make disciples. But what we need you to really consider and take some time to think through is, that, is do you believe this is our mission? What are the things that, that really resonate with you about the mission of disciple-making? Is there any fears or associations that you have with this being the mission that, that that is clouding this for being crystal clear? Because, again, the clarity of the mission is oftentimes what creates so much of the momentum. So we want to just sort of give you guys some time, think about this. When you read that the commission in Matthew 28 uh, that Jesus gave us, when you see the connection to Genesis 1, when you think about what would what the world would look like if we all would make disciples who make, made disciples? Is it clear in your heart, in your mind, in your relationship with the Lord that this is the mission that we're on and that we need to stay very focused on this? What are the things that you're wrestling with with that? So we want you guys to take some time, journal through that very specific question, do I believe this is the mission? Any, any, of those, uh, any way you, you wrestle with that question, and we'd love to talk to you guys more about that as you spend some time journaling and thinking that through.
1: Well, friends, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have a deep desire to actually make disciples in your context, but you simply don't know how, we'd love to invite you to apply for our coaching intensive called Life on Life Discipleship, where you're going to work through online content and receive personal coaching on this journey to making disciples that multiply. So for more information and to apply for this coaching, head over to 1kh.org slash discipleship. We'll see you for the next episode.